We are just a few short days away from me throwing out any kind of diet or food intake monitoring that I've been doing just out the window, Gabby, uh, because I'm going to go and I'm about to get the largest shopping cart and load it all up with Easter candy at a bulk discount of 50 to 75% off. It's happening. Why doesn't candy last all year long? Candy is there all year long. Uh, why? Why when you eggs. buy? Why when you buy it at a discount, it won't last till the next Easter. That might be an eating problem on your part. No, <laughs> the, the no. I'm talking about the decorations last that long. How come the candy won't? You're saying I'm just so fat. <laughs> uh, candy should last that long too. Sure. True. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I think I still have some stashed away Easter candy from last year. <laughs> You buy so much. You buy the Easter candy in bulk. You got to do it up. And <laughs> I look at these baskets and when you set them, when the when the Easter bunny sets them up, I look at them and I say, the Easter bunny must be in with Big Dentist because there's so <laughs> much candy. I not, I not nearly, like if, if you took one of the baskets mm-hmm. and split it between me and my brother, we'd be like, Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you also won't let me do it the way that I used to do it. Well, the use, the way that the present? baskets were done are you, are, for me. Are you talking about presents? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No, when I was a kid. I'd have, yeah, well, my neighbor used to get Nintendo games in his Easter basket. Oh, yeah. yeah. He would always get VHS. Yeah. Well, screw <laughs> you and screw Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So a part of the fun of getting your Easter candy Although was... I did used to go to Aaron's house and play his Easter Nintendo games all the time. I think he got Rad Racer. Go ahead. You'd like dig through the Easter grass that's put in there uh-huh. and you'd find like a little pastel M&M's and okay. a little, you that's know, That's just weird to cups. me. Loose, loose candy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's that, that only happens that. when like you accidentally pop one of the eggs open. All your little jelly beans go everywhere. We didn't have any eggs. You didn't. You didn't have Easter eggs. Well, we made Easter eggs, but those oh. weren't in our baskets. <laughs> Filled with, <laughs> yeah, just hard-boiled eggs sitting for days in your basket. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. No. No, I'm talking about the plastic eggs. We had those, and like the Easter Bunny would hide them throughout the house, which, which also is another thing another you won't let us do. Weird thing to me <laughs> is to hide eggs in the house because the bunny is on the exterior perimeter of the house. Who's giving the bunny keys to my house? Doesn't make any sense. Wait a second. Nobody says the Easter Bunny came down the chimney like Santa. But where'd you get your Easter basket? Ah, uh, on the deck. In yep. the house. Maybe. Your, your logic does not work out. Sorry. Well, I don't know. I was just making up logic at that point. But my point really is, is uh, I like hiding things outside and not inside. Where it's dirty. I, look, it's already a mess inside. I don't need to hide <laughs> things in the mess. Why are you telling everyone it's a mess in here? It's beautiful and it's, spacious. Look, from what I feel, you say you clean all the time, right? Yes. This is a pigsty. <laughs> well, okay. Correct. I it, it could be people could walk in here and be like this is immaculate and I'm still gonna call it a mess. It doesn't matter. The yeah. level of mess is irrelevant. That's just relative. The yeah. relative mess that you're describing on the podcast here makes it really seem like it's a mess. It's not a mess. No, it's, it's just not a mess. So you just feel like there's no space for tiny little Easter eggs to be hidden within the would inner you walls. Say, would you say that our furniture is tight? Like. Everything has its spot. 
Everything has its place. Yeah. And you know what does it have place for? Hidden Easter eggs. Well, my parents made it work, and it was always so much fun. I'm sorry. How many square footage was that house? I exactly. You don't pay attention to those things when you're a kid. No, I don't pay attention to my privilege when I'm a kid. All I know is what you need to do is you need to go outside and set up my lemonade stand because I'm getting peeps at a discount, and I'm gonna make homemade peepsy, and I'm gonna it's gonna be on the pennies is how much it's cost, and I'm gonna make millions of dollars, Gabby. It's it's like a five hundred thousand percent markup. It's gonna be great. This is how they all did. It. This is all, how all the big guys did it. So I remember Donald Trump got a million dollars from his father. He went and bought Easter candy, and that's how it, that's how he became president. Ugh. So, um, are you a peeps person, by the way, just in general? I can't believe we didn't talk about this last week. So uh, yeah, I. you know what? I'm a peeps bunny guy as opposed to a peeps chick guy. So am I. Okay. I love the bunnies. All right. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> yeah. So, was there anything else you want to say about your candy escapades, Boofer? Oh, no. Did you have something that you wanted to segue into real <laughs> Let quick? Let me look great. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus. So I played some of my new songs live the other night. Uh huh. I was there for said event, mm-hmm. and a couple of people, including you, thank you, Boofer, came out to support. Mm-hmm. And after my performance, I walked right over to the group and I said, "I'm gonna go get myself a whiskey." I kind of like whispered that to you so you knew where I was going. Uh, technically, I thought I think you said that you wanted me to get your whiskey beforehand, and I said, "Yeah, I did try ordering you around." I <laughs> I said, "Hey, lady." I'm the one that forgot my wallet. You go get your own whiskey. Mm-hmm. So now you know what this means. You know that I like to get two or three fingers of bourbon or whiskey, just sip on it the rest of the night, you know? All right. Can you not call it two or three fingers? <laughs> what? Just it's the proper terminology. It is. But when you say I get two or three fingers, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> so the rest of this won't sound much better anyhow. Perfect. Okay. So I've been fisting all my beers. Could you not? <laughs> oh, listen. Okay, well, I'm all trying. Of a sudden, one of my very well-meaning friends insists that they're going to get the whiskey for me. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And it gets poured as a shot, though. Mm-hmm. And this is where I realized something, Boofer. <laughs> and I realized that I'm not a shots kind of girl. Yeah. I, okay. So I don't know why you're realizing this now. But I've been telling you this for about the past, I don't know how many years, that you're not any kind of alcohol kind of girl. That's not true. Um, this is true. So I'm past it. You okay. Know, Once, okay. Let's, let's, let's pause for two seconds here. Sure. When's the last time you drank and were up to like 2 a.m.? Um, it's happened. I know. Okay. Perfect. I, Great. I'm, I'm setting yourself. I'm setting you up. <laughs> how many times have you drank? And remember past 12 or 11 p.m. It happens. It does not happen. That definitely does not happen. (laughs) You know you get home. (laughs) And Oh, I'm impressed with what happened when I came home, by the way. I I put my amp back exactly where it's supposed to be. Like, I put everything away. I thought I put everything away. No, you didn't. I put the guitar away. I recall putting the amp away and plugging everything back in so it continued charging. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I've reached this middle-aged man stage of life, which I think I've always kind of been in. I'll be the judge of this. Just give me a cigarillo. A what? 
We can't judge this anymore. <laughs> oh, what the hell you just said? A tumbler of Landon single barrel. This and on okay. my happy camper. What year is this? A cigarello? What country are we in? I woke up. Uh huh. With one of the worst hangovers, and I rarely get this kind of thing happening to me. So I have a theory on why it happened. Okay, I have a theory on why it happens, but I will let you go first, and then I will correct you. Go ahead. So I think I had too little liquor, but I imbibed it too quickly. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, yeah. a little bit. I, I think you had zero alcohol for the past, I don't know how many year, basically. Yeah, I mean, unless I'm out, I don't really partake. Perfect. Let's say we keep going out during a pandemic, but we don't. No, we don't. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah. So why, why would you say that out loud? This is oh, dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the conversations I have. You haven't had barely any alcohol in the past year. Correct. And then we went hard. Well, at least you went hard. I went soft. Mm-hmm. Are you shaking your head? No, you didn't go hard. You no, drank... I was nodding to you. Okay. Just now. That was a nod. The no part was a nod. I gave into a nod later on. <laughs> they can't see it. I mean, you haven't said that for pro- YouTube yet. I, I get that. But the problem is, is that you do things the opposite way, would you say? So when you're drinking your tea over there and shaking your head, no, that is not a nod. Yes. So you drink more than you usually are. And then it just hits you. That's what that's Correct. what happened. Mm-hmm. There's there's nothing more to it. You just couldn't handle your alcohol because we haven't gone out and partied hard. We haven't had our uh, fiore into uh, Florida and just, you know, doing what we do's. Yeah. Becoming Florida man, a Florida woman. Walking all over year. the island. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's where we're at. Uh, what you have been doing mm-hmm. instead of drinking is if you've been on spring break and you've been doing nothing but watching Court TV or CNN or whatever it is, whatever channel the George Floyd thing is on. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, and not to deep dive into uh, such a hot button topic. Right. But the funny part is, is I come home, right? Mm-hmm. And it's on. And then I start getting sucked into it. But then you want to sit there on the other side of the couch and talk over it. No, the <laughs> yes. part that I was no, 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 talking no, 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 over no. was Wolf Blitzer. I, hey, do not stop me. Did you not talk over it? I did, but... It, oh, but... Can I... I You've been watching a lot of court TV for the past four days. You should know I'm asking yes or no questions. <laughs> uh, I like to hear the story and how it's going to be weaved by the prosecution and how they're going to take the wind out of the sails of the defense. Right. And all you want to do is sit over there and bitch about Wolf Blitzer and the random panel of people he's got to talk about. Who knows God about what? I don't know. That zero interest in wolf and those people in the four square i want to watch the court that's what i do yes and i understand I, you understand now so you <laughs> yelled at me during the wolf blitzer cutaway for like two seconds because we I all did. have add no and i apparently no, no no here's the problem is that you don't watch tv when you watch tv you look away all the time so when you start talking, you look at me and you don't know it's cut back to the actual court drama. It had not. It did. So that's no. why I got upset. No. So what happened was this. <laughs> you didn't watch it. I was watching. When I said, shush, it was on, was it not? I heard Wolf come in and I, I knew. Don't. Listen, 
I've been watching all day. I know this. And but I, what I said yeah, was Wolf on the TV. I heard him cut in because was I knew what the pattern on, was. Why is he on? Answer the question, ma'am. No. Thank you. However, uh, the defense rests. I would be in contempt right now. So here, can I explain to you what the pattern is? No. What we're going to do, ma'am, is we're going to take a break. And you're going to learn your attitude and not talk this way when you're just answer the questions. And we'll resume this tomorrow at 9 a.m. So whenever they do a sidebar. (laughs) Uh-huh. It only takes about ten seconds because they got to get the they got to get the the jurors out of there. I get that, and then they cut back and forth. I yeah. get it, I, but I don't really care about their editing skills. I really the, this is the point. The point is I don't care about the people, the the producers of the show. Wolf talking. I don't care about any of it. You want to talk about how they keep cutting in and out of important parts? I know. I get that. I get it's bullshit. I get it. They do it all the time. I know. You talk about wanting to hear the trial though. Yes. Two times it happened. And we actually I know And this is it This is you talking about them Not knowing how to edit it I get it They don't know how to edit it Okay so I get it But you want to argue As if no It's really important Because they keep cutting it out I know I got it What, What was I about to finish my sentence By saying Please tell me that Something about Wolf Blitzer Go ahead No it was not I We're all all ears now I swear Go ahead If this is By the time here it is about editing. And they wrap in. up whatever their little comments are. Uh, the the and panel. They go back to the trial. The panel. Yeah, I told you I don't care about listening. The question anymore. was already missed. I Do get... you understand? So they've cut yes. the court out. Yes. Again, I said I get it. They don't know how to edit the show. And then you said, "Do you know what I'm talking about?" And I go, "Yeah." You're going to talk about them editing the show incorrectly, and you act like you weren't going to say that. And then you go back and talk about how they didn't edit the show correctly. You're really infuriating. <laughs> because all I want to do is watch the damn trial. And you're like, oh, my God, this Wolf Blitzer guy is just the worst. And I'm like, shut up about Wolf Blitzer. Nobody gives a shit about but that's, What do you mean? That's what? I know they can't edit it. And he doesn't. He brings nothing to the table. Nothing. I want to see the defense and talk. That's all I want. When they show the courtroom, I want every, I want Wolf to be quiet. I want you to be quiet. <laughs> I want them to. I don't want them to cut away. If they do cut away, give me two seconds. I'll figure out what the question was. Okay. All right. I know, but your argument is is that they cut away, or and then I don't know what the question is, and I say I know I get that, and then you say but you don't understand. They keep cutting away, and I go no no I get that. I don't know, but oh. you don't understand. That's what your argument is. Tell me your argument isn't that. I have two parts to this argument, and I think both of them will lose with you no matter what. Okay. What was your first one? Okay. We'll wrap it up right here. What was your first argument? That they don't know how to edit. Exactly. That they don't cut back in time to actually catch what they want. I got that, Ed. I got that. Yeah. What is your second point? You're not understanding what actually (laughs) is. I'm not understanding the no, part that like they keep cutting away. When I started away? talking to you, it was because I had been in the pattern of things and I knew I that understand it wasn't that. the trial at the I understand time. it. And I've explained this to you already that you weren't watching the TV and then you were looking at me when you're talking, but I was looking at the TV and it they went back to the still... they went back to the trial and when I said and you looked and they were back at the trial. You've already answered yes to this. I did not answer yes to that. I question. said when you turned when I said <laughs> And you turned, was it not back onto the trial? No, it was still the, it was Wolf. No, not when I, not when I got upset because they were on the trial. Okay. We will disagree with this. No, we won't. That's how it was. mm -mm. That's how I thought it it was. It was not. Anyway, I don't remember such a high profile uh, on on TV, except for like OJ 
or something like that. I don't know if you remember watching any of the OJ stuff. I was I think so young. The yeah. Casey Anthony stuff, I think, was a little high profile too. But I, I remember, I, I was working nine to five at that time. I heard it on the radio more than I heard about it. Uh, but it was on the radio every day. But mm-hmm. I, I didn't watch it on TV or anything. But I think that was on. That was that was like the height of court TV though. Mm-hmm. Was Casey Anthony? She was the mom, right? Mm-hmm. But then there was another one. Wasn't there like another femme fatale during uh, that time? Yeah, there was another one. Uh, Arias. Jo- Joey Arias. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I heard about them, but I never watched it on TV. Yeah. Uh, so basically, let me watch the trial. Don't interject. That's all I ask. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Will do. No, you're going to interject. You remember when they? You remember the judge took the the phone away from the lady? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take your phone away, <laughs> just so you won't bother me. This is can't win for losing. Just your average how to bet on games and hopefully be successful at it. Podcast, mainly sports, sometimes life, mostly correct, but always entertaining. You can follow us on Twitter at CWFL Podcast. Also subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever popular podcasts are sold. I am your host, Boofer T. Justice, and on today's dais, we have actress, YouTuber, president of the Wolf Blitzer fan club. It's <laughs> Gabrielle Elizabeth Marie. Hi, loves. Uh, yeah. So at that point... Uh, do you have anything else to do about the tribal? Because I don't want to. I don't want to go blow for blow. I don't. I don't want to go to. I don't want to get the punches. No, it's just been um, something that. See, that was a segue for you to get into boxing. Oh, okay, okay. So over the years, because <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go back into that. Over the years, alongside his father and older brother, uh-huh. there's this young man named Bridger Walker. He's nine years old. Uh-huh. Have you heard of him? Uh, no. All right, so this I'm is just uh-huh because I'm listening to a story. story that came out um, a few months back, but I'm just learning about it now because I think he was awarded. I'll tell. Okay, let me <laughs> go through it. So he was trained in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Okay, uh, with his father, he did that. He's one of the youngest and smallest in the class. He's always been kind of up against larger and more experienced opponents, and that will serve him for what I'm about to tell you. This is the part of the podcast mm-hmm. where I drink a lot. So he and his younger sister, who was three at the time, they were at a friend's house and they went into the backyard. There, the friend explained there was one nice dog and one mean dog. Mm, look, I already, I, now, as the prosecution weaves the story, and I can see where he's going and how he's going to uh, kind of ruin the defense's way of bringing their side of the story up, I can already see where this is going. All right, the statement. This sounds like a downer to me. And I thought I made a rule on this podcast. We don't bring anybody down. With it's the, not a downer. Okay. okay. This be, there better be uh, a puppy in trouble and a puppy that saves the other puppy. This. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. No, 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 no. This is going to be where people. You fought to say that this is the way it is, and I'll fight and I'm going to hold to my ground. And I say, okay. People don't know, but this is the perfect opportunity for people to hear me say before you say anything else. I think you're about to tell a very downer story. And then you said, nope, not going to happen. Uh, why don't you continue with their story? Your non-downer story. I'll take another sip of my drink here. 
so the mean dog then. <laughs> And he stepped to the side in front of his sister so that the dog wouldn't get her, right? Uh-huh. But um, he actually, the dog, like, latched onto Bridger's cheek. Um, he yelled at his sister to run. When the dog released him, he ran to his sibling and moved her to safe, safety. So I'm just thinking a nine-year-old being able to do that, just what uh, a hero. Okay? okay, so pause. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I hear the story, I did hear about the story uh, about oh. a month ago, yeah. Okay. So... Here's what ended up happening. Uh, the WBC, which is the World Boxing Council, has recognized him as a full-time world champion. He's been given a belt mm-hmm. and everything. That's kind of cool. And he has the historical record of being the best fighter in the world for one day. How awesome is that? Also, like the family is, we don't want to villainize the dogs or the owners. Or, that's not what this is about. You know, they were just really proud of their kid. So, are you telling me if Logan Paul beats Floyd Mayweather, he won't take that title from this kid? He better not. I mean, no. because that would be a great fight for one day if Logan Paul Just the, can beat Floyd Mayweather. The character of the individual. We have to look to that oh, okay. in this situation. Nope. Oh, okay. So, because he's a YouTuber, you automatically discredit him. Nah, YouTubers are okay. okay. It's, not, it's not about that. Here, the funny thing is, is that uh, Logan Paul has like a is a plus seven fifty on whenever that fight's going to happen, right? Oh wow! Uh, that means that he has an eleven, almost a twelve percent chance of winning, which is ridiculous because Floyd Mayweather is like the, one of the greatest of all time, and you're telling me that some YouTuber has a twelve percent chance to beat him up. How much time is there before the fight? Like, how huge can those odds now? get? Now? What are you talking about? I don't, uh, when is the, fl- the fight happening? The fight was supposed to happen at the end of February, but it got delayed or something happened. I don't know what it is. So I think okay. the longer that it delays is probably the more in Logan Paul's favor. But, I mean, I'm not going to bet on him. Who's training him? Who? Logan Paul? Yeah. I don't know. YouTube. Is there another YouTube boxing trainer? Like, I'm assuming that's what it would be. I assume all of his people in his corner are from YouTube. Can you hire Mike Tyson to train you? I don't think you can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think Mike Tyson wants to be any part of that. Mike okay. Tyson is not a trainer. He boxed and he won. And then, like, some people are just good players. And then some people are good coaches and players, and then some people are just good coaches. Mm-hmm. I think Tyson is a good player, and not, and that's it. I could see that. All right, so that's a very uplifting story, in my opinion. You know, perfect, um, great. It it didn't go downward at all. New rules for the 2021 NFL season. Uh, yeah, I did hear one giant thing. Uh, do you have other rules that, uh, I can, uh, now uh, yell at the TV and correct other people if I'm watching it in a, uh, setting where there's other people? Well, I got 12 of them. I got plenty of time to, uh, to, uh, what's it called? Uh, community, uh, <laughs> herd vaccinating. All right. Do you want to count them off? Uh, sure. Number one. Uh, uh new rule number one. Ram oh. rule number one. <laughs> <laughs> eliminate overtime in the preseason eliminate overtime in the preseason uh this means that we can have pushes and betting 
although I don't bet preseason too often. I don't think anybody really cares. Some coaches go into overtime in uh, in preseason, mm-hmm. and some coaches don't. I think there's a smaller group that do do it. There's a larger group that doesn't do it. This is why when you see a close game and it could go to overtime, they'll just go for two anyway to win the game and lose it anyway and not push to overtime. All right. Number two, you're going to expand the prohibition. Oh, uh, uh, Ram rule two. (laughs) (laughs) Expand the prohibition on blocking below the waist by offensive and defensive players on scrimmage downs when contact occurs beyond five yards on either side of the line of scrimmage. All right. So, yeah. So you can't do any uh, blocking, lower blocking outside uh, like the tackle zone or the the line of scrimmage. I get that. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be completely down the field. Once you get downfield, either either direction, right? You got the quarterback running back like 20 yards and you got a uh, defender coming out and you got an offensive lineman. And he's got a cut or something like that because the quarterback changes direction quickly, mm-hmm. and then he gets blindsided by undercutting or something like that. I can see that. I mean, once you once you get into, I think it's more because once you get in further outside that five yard range, you you become more of an open target, right? All right. As opposed to when you're just down there, you just kind of. You know, it's it's the old uh, I'll I'll bend over I'll I'll go on my hands and knees and you just push the guy over me, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's more of a, a slow ha ha as opposed to you know, full force open field chop block it from or cut your legs out. I get it. That's fine. I'm okay yeah. with that. Uh, Ram rule number three. For one year only, a maximum of nine players could be in the setup zone. Uh, the setup zone. Do you have yeah. a definition of what the setup zone is for all the listeners okay, so uh, out there that I think who don't know what the setup zone is? When you're kicking off the ball at first, right? Like when you're setting up the play? Uh, yes. No. Uh, <laughs> you need to pad. Law. It's a kickoff. Okay. So uh, the players must be inbound and behind the res- uh, restraining line at least. Eight must be positioned between the restraints. Uh, spot of fifteen yards. I don't know. It's a kickoff rule. I don't care about it. All right, number four. Allow the replay official and designate members of the officiating department to provide certain objective information to the on-field officials. So basically, the replay official and people in the league's officiating department will be allowed to help correct a call before it actually goes to replay. Uh, I can see that. I think what happens is, is that they just, uh, give the information or show the video from New York and then they on the field. Uh, I think it's more of a speeding up thing. All right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the environment is a little bit different down on the field, trying to figure out what the replay is underneath the little booth, as opposed to sitting in the, looking at it for uh, a, lot, a little bit longer and trying to get the rule right better. This, this must come down, down to, uh, a lot of big, a lot of there have been a lot of big, big, big things that haven't been called or missed completely, and then it'd be better. And and you have the commentary just being like, "Well, they completely missed that one," mm-hmm. and they show the replay eight hundred times. Aye. So you have someone who's looking at the screen a little bit more and can be like, "Yeah, I know what you, I know it looks like what you see, but I got I've been looking at it for about three more minutes, and it's not what you think." So. Ram rule number five. And this one is actually kind of a Rams rule. It was proposed by them. Oh, okay. So add a loss of down for a second forward pass from behind the line and for a pass thrown after the ball returns behind the line. 
Uh, so here's why they're proposing this. I guess the Rams almost got burnt on a two-pass play by Tom Brady during mm-hmm. the 2020 season. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I can understand that. Uh, penalize them for actually attempting it. Yeah. Right. I, I, it's a little harsh, but I mean, it rarely happens that much. And it's kind of cool to see a, pen, a penalty actually happen for a, a double pass or something like that. Usually it's just a loss of downs and they got to go back and replay and stuff like that. But it's, so, it's whatever. This next one seems a little bit harsh, too, but maybe I'm just not fully understanding or it just seems. All right. Ram roll number six. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Ensure the enforcement of all accepted penalties committed by either team during successive extra point attempts. If a team gets penalized on an extra point, they can take the penalty at the two yard line or 15 yard line. If they get penalized again, the penalty has to be enforced from wherever the first penalty was enforced. So if they had a false start on a two-point conversion, they could have that enforced at the two or 15-yard line. If they had a second false start, they no longer get an option. It would be enforced from the spot of the first penalty. Yeah, uh, I don't get... There's probably situational stuff that happens for that all to happen. This was proposed by the Bears. Do you think there's a reason for that? Mm, like, No. I mean, okay. I'd have to go through and read all about it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But no, I, nothing off the top of my head. All right. Rams rule number seven. Yep. How many are there? There are 12 total, I said. 12? Oh, my God. We're Can we rip through there. these? Rip, rip right. them. Expand jersey number options for certain positions. If this Oh, passes. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I get I get what this is. It's just they want wide receivers that have lower numbers and stuff like that. All right. We're, we're going to have kickers wearing uh, number 98 mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point. Number eight is the implemented spawn choose overtime rule, which is what we talked about on a previous podcast, right? Uh-huh. Basically, one team would pick where the ball is spawned in overtime, and then the second team would pick whether they want to play offense or defense. Yeah, I kind of like that. It's kind of mm-hmm. cool. So number nine, instead of an onside kick. That's going to be uh, uh, for preseason only, or is it going to be for uh, all season for long? For the season. Okay. Yeah. So for usually, Because number- usually they do it for the preseasons, just to try them out. Go ahead. For the third time, number nine. Instead of an onside kick. <laughs> it's your rule- news and my comments. Calm the F down. You told me you ripped through them. So I'm nervous now. This rule proposal would allow a team to try to convert a fourth and 15 play to retain possession of the ball. You can read more details on this rule by um, checking out. I don't want to go to websites. The Eagles, <laughs> I guess. I don't they know. They were the ones who proposed it. Okay, something go. 10. Playoff teams are not allowed to sign players who have been cut by teams that aren't in the playoffs. Mm, that sounds like a Patriot mm, thing. Yeah, It totally does. Number 11. Teams will be required to rep- to report tryouts and visits to league o- office. Sorry, can't talk. Throughout the year. Okay, I don't care. I guess. Um, number 12. To keep all teams and candidates on equal ground, interviews for head coaching or coordinator jobs can't be held until after the conference title games. And you can't make any hirings until after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Proposed so, by the Bills. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, that's because uh, as, as they'll ask for permission to talk to someone like the week of the person having like a playoff game or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they'll go on to they're just trying to let the, let the guy work. And then afterward, deal with it afterwards. You got all off season. Uh, some teams don't have the advantage of getting to be able to uh, talk to coaches that they want to talk to because they're still in the playoffs, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, like with that whole deal between Salah like, 
Salet? It's 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 between everybody. It's it's kind of like a free agency. Once the Super Bowl ends, the free agency market on coaches should open up. Gives everybody the same amount of time to to and okay. and not. I mean, because you for if you're if you want to hire a new coach for next year because you think your co your core your offensive coordinator defense coordinator is going to get stolen away because some shitty team needs a head coach, you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You got to wait mm-hmm. till and then by the time your team goes all the way to Super Bowl and wins, all the head coaching jobs are all sucked up. I mean, all the other all the assistant coach because all the shitty teams have gone through and hired everybody. Right. I I think uh, I think that's good too. Keep a keep a free agency for coaching also. So now are you ready for some NBA tea? Ooh, NBA gossip. What do you got this on your side? No bubble, but steaming. All right. So Kevin Durant. Oh my God. And Michael Rappaport. I'm oh. okay, so I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm fifty fifty on Michael Rappaport. I here's here's what I like. Uh-huh. Uh his acting is meh, right? I don't know too much about it. The problem is, I think he's a Boston guy, but he's not a Boston guy at all. He's a definitely 100% New Yorker. But I, every time I think of him and hear him, I think he's from Boston. Right. But yes. I know he's from New York. I uh-huh. get it. I understand it. Uh, I just, I'm not a big fan of his acting. His humor is okay. The one thing I do love about him, he goes bananas off of Twitter <laughs> and will just rip anybody a new one and still gets work and hired uh, all the time. Uh, most people... Uh, when they try to uh, do minor things and then get caught, you know, who's who's that broad that uh, that broad? Who's that woman? Uh, the younger lady who went to social dis- a non-social distancing thing and then like was unmasked and then they were like arresting people for going to it. not the oh, capital. Yeah, but. you're talking about the Duchess of Windsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever she did, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody's blowing up on the internet because she went to something and wasn't wearing a mask yet, but. You know, Michael. Few. Yeah, correct. Uh, but Michael Rappaport goes and does uh, videos online, utterly profane, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get hired next week uh, doing something. Mm-hmm. So I guess he was con- not condemning, but like he was teasing Kevin Durant, tearing him apart on Twitter okay. over the way that he responded to an interview with Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. And he said that Kevin Durant was just completely not complaining about it, but just acting really weepy about being interviewed. Uh, we, Kevin was saying this out loud. Um, it was just the way that he was non-verbally responding to Barkley, and okay. I think we've seen KD do this before. I've seen. Where... Okay, so we've when it, it's kind of funny because when an NBA player, uh, especially after a game and stuff like that, they have to talk to uh, Chuck and Kenny and uh, Shaq. Uh, they are kind of there's an understanding of I know this guy used to play in the league, but he doesn't play in the league now. So he doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. But I know there is a wisdom of other things that they can offer to players. But I think right in the moment, I, especially when it's on TV and it's criticizing and not giving advice half the time, I think it's a little bit annoying for the players. Sure, absolutely. So, you know, and I also think Katie... I also I also don't think a lot of players know how to, you know, put their face on. Mhm. Right. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I'd I'd be horrible in that situation because I just wear everything <laughs> right there. I do. Thanks so, for coming out. No, really. Oh my gosh. <laughs> go ahead, go 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 go, go go go. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah. So, it has everything to do with that and he goes for KD on his Twitter. 
because as you've said, he just unleashes on anyone he chooses to unleash on. Mm-hmm. So this happened back in January, but now Katie's finally responding to him and he sent him direct messages. Okay. And these direct messages I've not read fully because he wanted my honest reveal. Okay. And you know, so so far, um, uh let me get this straight. Just just to recap reset real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh Katie had an interview with Chuck. Katie wasn't too uh, happy to do the interview, apparently. Michael Rappaport said, hey, what the F? Uh, We can all tell that you didn't want to be there. So this is the exact tweet that um, Michael Rappaport put out about Katie. Okay, go ahead. Katie seemed deeply in his feelings with the NBA and TNT crew after the game. Damn it. He's super sensitive about everything. Don't do the interview. And then uh, so you have to do. The, I get what he's saying, but you have to do the interview. You're uh, contractually obligated, I think, at times to right. have to do uh, post game interviews. Okay, here we go. You you have to there's you have to be available for the media, and it's part of your contract. Also, go ahead. You a B is what Kevin Durant <laughs> says, and then uh, does he say you a B or does he actually say the oh, word? No, he's I'm going to oh, be censoring myself a censoring. whole lot. Censoring, yeah. you're a Believe me, he doesn't censor anything. Nothing okay. is shorned. I'm going to need. Okay, I'm going to need you not to censor yourself and say all the words. No, I won't. <laughs> all right. So then Michael comes back at him saying, just do the effing interview. And if you're upset about something they've said, then say something up there looking like you were going to cry and ask. And then Katie responds, I did the interview, the interview, uh-huh. you, <laughs> you dickhead. Oh, <laughs> now there we Very go. Vile. Gabby's okay. just I know, letting it I rip. Can't. So then he says, tell your baby daddy Chuck to be better at his job. And frame his questions better. He gave me two options for that dumbass question: yes or no. Yeah. See, right. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's ex players giving interview questions that they didn't think of to begin with. Right. It's fine. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And then there's a screenshot of Michael Rappaport. Then sends him a screenshot of someone creating a meme that ends up saying at the bottom of the meme, "If someone called Easy Money Sniper, that's Katie's account." Yeah. I know. Uh, an idiot he would literally cry on tv and then katie responds (sighs) all right i heard it all before you see chuck doesn't need you as security you pal pasty sea guzzling bitch oh katie said that yeah oh nice i swear i'm gonna spin your face when i see your dirty a (laughs) you bet your life on it meet me on the 17th tomorrow at 10 or better yet what's your address 10 a.m. Catch steak on the corner. Meet me there, P. They're, they're going to fight on the street corner? I guess so. Hilarious. And then Michael comes back with, go help the kids in Brownsville, Brooklyn, and stop being a fucking P. Then KD says, you will be for even caring how I do an interview. All you do is CS other men for attention. <laughs> Trump didn't pay attention to your sorry ass, so now you want to use everybody else to get your views and laughs? All right, now we're getting a little, mm-hmm. yeah. Your life is a joke. You effing pal CS. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. All right. It continues. I think I think I you get got, the gist okay. of where it's, it's yeah. headed. Mm-hmm. So there are people who are siding with KD. I mean, like a lot of the internet siding with KD. Of course, because a lot of people <laughs> don't who know who Michael Rappaport is. That's all. Right. Yeah. But the language is just awful. And uh yeah, well, I mean, what do you expect? Uh, two guys yelling at each other, two guys upset. 
and then they're grown-ass men, and they both think they're better than each other. You know, so what do you, what do that's you expect? That's the whole thing, right? They're grown. They're grown-ups. I guess. Why are they resorting to this? Who cares? Okay. Well, okay. Spending? So first I mean, off, you're care, reading it. But I mean, why would you do that to yourself where you're then? Uh, there's no <laughs> rhyme or reason to it. If you're actually looking for a reason, you're just you're the one. You're dumber than they are right. if you're looking for a reason. So then I found out he used to have these burner accounts. Katie, uh, everybody has burner accounts. Go ahead. Sure, I know, I know. But he would then use these burner accounts to then go after the trolls, and he would speak up for himself. And basically take up for take whatever up for he did on the yeah. court. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. That's and he fine. Was called out because. Yeah. Everybody gets. Everybody has a burner. Everybody gets called out for it. Go ahead. But what happened was. All right. He, hurry up with that. What happened? He responded to someone, but on his actual account. But using yeah, 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 yeah. Person, Some coach did that too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it happens all the time. So. Jeez. You act like that was the first time it ever happened. Katie has apologized. We don't know if the NBA is going to be doing anything, any penalties or fines or whatever. Uh, it's personal life. Um, I, I think. I mean, there is, there are rules like in the NFL of uh, uh, becoming of uh, whatever, but I don't know. What I mean, who knows? It was private messages. What is investigation? He's going to find. It was bullshit. Whatever. It's whatever. It's so, what do you think of two Michael men just arguing for no reason, putting it out to everybody? I, what do you think of that move? I'd see, bitch ass move, yeah. <laughs> cutting and pasting his thing. I don't know. Uh, if 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 there was some level of everybody harping on Rappaport because he was a dog in Katie, and nobody saw all the stuff Katie was saying, and everybody's like, oh, you bitch, and Katie, Katie isn't bothering with you, and then he posted everything, I'd be like, oh, he doesn't bother with it, look at all these private messages, then I can understand. Yeah. Bother that, I mean, that is some high-level, high-profile uh, type shit that I'm mm-hmm. not a part of. Uh, I don't have conversations through DMs ever, so mm-hmm. I, I can't relate. I'm also I know I also don't call people out for no reason. I'm trying to get people to like me. I like Gabby, Gabby, I'm trying to be what's referred to as uh, likable, not and relatable. <laughs> yeah, I try and do that, but I'm just I'm not likable. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, it comes down to Gabby's favorite part of the show. It's what's my, my bankroll. Bank uh, last week I left you at a solid. Gabby, uh, like twenty bucks. No, uh, it was twenty five bucks. Oh. Uh, oh, oh, and this week, well, let's see. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, it was. The, let's just go through this real quick. All right. Let me let me let me get you on the ride here. Great. Uh, Thursday NBA action. Uh, for one last time, I'm gonna try these. Uh, first half New York Knicks minus. Uh, one and a half to the Wizards. Uh, the Knicks won the game by four, uh, which covered the full-time th- minus three that they had. But they were down 60 to 43 at halftime. Man, that was a uh, not cover on the first half at all. Uh, Los Angeles Clippers minus seven at the Spurs. Uh, low scoring a fairness one, but they got it done. Uh, 98 to 85. They win by 13. Golden State Warriors at the Kings. Taking the Kings minus four and a half because sometimes I'm stupid and I take the Kings uh, the Kings barely won this one, Gabby. 141 to 119. They covered by 22 points. Uh, 76ers minus six at the Lakers. Tough cover on the road here, even without uh, AD or James on the Lakers or Embiid on uh, the Sixers here. 109 uh, 101 to win. 
Uh, three and one on the day for Thursday. Uh, Gabby, I'm up two units for the day. Wonderful. Sweet. Friday, NBA again. Uh, Phoenix Suns minus four at the Tampa Bay Raptors. Suns 104, Raptors 100. Lose by a hook, Gabby. Uh, Cavaliers plus three at the Lakers. I thought the Cavs would take advantage of this Lakers team uh, while they're down. Uh, Cavs can't score uh, 100 points in this game, and the Lakers only score 100 in this game. 86 to 100, Cavs lose by 14. Uh, zero and two on the day for Friday, Gabby. Yeah. Down two units. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I got to stop saying all the time. Saturday, Sweet 16. Number 12, Oregon State versus number eight, La Loya, uh, Chicago. La Loyola. La Loya. <laughs> Chicago, that's how I'm always going to say it because I'm from Southern <laughs> Illinois. Uh, minus six and a half here. I'm taking uh, Chicago. The first half of this game was a dud. Going into halftime, Oregon State was up 24 to 16. Second half is where all the scoring happened in this one, Gabby. I should have taken the line on the, the, the live line on the over here, but Oregon State didn't give the lead back after uh, they got it earlier in this game, and they win 65 to 58. That Laloya does not cover. <laughs> Number what? You're staring at me like you're no, pissed off I, that I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> uh, number five, Villanova, plus seven and a half versus the number one, Baylor. Villanova was up for a good part of this game, uh, looking like they were going to go ahead and cover for the majority of it. I was kind of happy. But second half, Baylor found some other gear and just outscored Villanova 39 to 21 in the second half in itself. They uh, Baylor wins this game uh, 61 to 50, uh, 62 to 51. That wins by 11 after being down by seven at halftime. It's a loss. That was a bad beat. It wasn't even really a bad beat. It, it was, if a bad beat can slowly happen, it definitely did happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 15, Oral Roberts plus 11 versus the number three, Arkansas. Uh, I didn't expect Oral Roberts to win, but 11 points is a lot of points, especially when you get to uh, this far into the Sweet 16. I didn't trust Arkansas to cover that much, so it was more of a fade on Arkansas not covering more than it was uh, Oral Roberts uh, being able to hang with them, and they did hang with them, so I was able to win that one. Uh, Number 11, Syracuse, plus 6.5 at uh, number 2, Houston. Syracuse shot 28% from the floor, Gabby. They also shot uh, 21.7% behind the arc. That's not, yeah, it's not very good. And that's Mm. the exact reason why they lost by 16. Buddy only had, he only went one for nine for three point attempts and definitely died by a three on this one, but they also died by the two. So Mm -hmm. not able to cover in that one. Uh, One and three on the day, Gabby, down two units. Wow. Yep. It's just a roller coaster of units. It was not, it was, it was up and then it went down and then it kept going down. Mm -hmm. So the Mm -hmm. roller coaster is, I'm waiting it's, for the, the up bow. We're still in the dive. Yeah, it's deep. <laughs> uh, Sunday, NBA. Or, I'm sorry. It's NBA. Uh, it's, uh, Jesus Christ. More sweet 16 on Sunday. I'm drinking. I'm about 75% doing my beer right now. A number five, Creighton versus number one, Gonzaga. Taking Gonzaga minus 13. I expect this one to cover, and Gonzaga proved that they can play defense on this one, too, because mm-hmm. they had 29 defensive rebounds but they only had six offensive rebounds, and that's because they shot nearly 60%. Okay, good. <laughs> Number four, Florida State at, or not at, but 
Verse number one, Michigan minus two. Michigan got early lead in this one uh, and kept it all game, growing it uh, and not letting Florida State get back into this one at all. 76 to 58. That's a win and a cover. The minus two. Number 11, UCLA versus number two. Or number 11, UCLA versus number two, Alabama. Taking Alabama minus six here. I thought this was going to be easy one. I thought UCLA it was it was time. It's running out for them. Yeah. Not only did the public sleep on the Pac-12, so did Alabama and I. UCLA wins 88-78. That's a loss. <laughs> Uh, since I slept on it so much at the halftime, I took a live bet of plus four, thinking that the plus four and a hook, technically, uh, thinking that Alabama would come back and at least, and it did not at all. That's a double loss going on there. Uh, I try not to do this as much anymore, but I thought that was going to be a, a no-brainer. It wasn't. It, it, I should just stop doing that. Number seven, Oregon, plus two at number six, uh, USC. Not much of a contest here. This was just like the Michigan game. Uh, USC grabbed the uh, lead early and ran away with this one. 82 to 68. USC, uh, USC uh, wins by 14. Oh, shit. I lost that one. I meant them. I had Oregon plus two. Uh, that, Gabby, on Sunday, uh, two and three on the day, down one and a half units. Uh-uh. Not not completely going as fast. It's kind of leveling out, but still going in a downward motion. Elite eight on Monday, number twelve Oregon State versus number two Houston. Taking Houston University minus seven and a half here. Houston wins by six. That's a loss on my end. Number three Arkansas plus seven and a half versus Baylor. Arkansas was down nearly by 10 the whole game. They couldn't catch up uh, to cover this game, even at the end when they were trying to foul late and try to catch up. It just wasn't working for them. Anytime they fouled and made their uh, – Baylor went and made their shots. Uh, 81-72, that's another loss. NBA, the cold heat takes on the hot New York Knicks. I'm taking a plus four here. Miami with a 10-point win, which I haven't done in a while. 98-88 seems like every game I bet on. I should just not be betting any of the – uh, spreads to betting the unders because these are just terrible duds of games. Uh, that was a loss on the game on the uh, day there. Oh, and three on the day, Gabby down three units. Oh, this roller coaster started slowing down, but now we're going faster again. <laughs> uh, Tuesday, number six, USC versus number one, Gonzaga, taking the Gonzaga minus nine because why not? Gonzaga rolls another team, 85-66, winning by 19. That's a win. Number 11, UCLA, plus 7.5 versus Michigan. I thought plus 7 on this game was, after what they did in the last game, UCLA, was a give me. I thought that should have been more of a plus 3 in this one. I didn't think Michigan was going to lose this one. And they at the last minute, they had a 3-ball, a chance to win, but... uh, they missed it. UCLA advances, and that is just a straight-out win and a win on the points there. 2-0 and on the game, on the day, Gabby. As you can see, that I'm not – well, there we oh, go. Oh, is that – you need a... ah, Oh, no. I spilled it. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I spilled some beer on a, on a USB hub. It's fine. Uh, if you have a napkin, you can go get one I, while I do this. That's what I was about to well, do. Well, I mean, I, I didn't no. know what you – I thought you wanted to know if you were going to be able no. to save anything. 
Okay, relax. Although we don't, nobody needs to hear an argument of how you can't just go and get a, a paper towel for. I mean, could you rip it as I'm holding everything? Sure. I just need a half a piece. I don't need to. Jesus. <laughs> so I rip one piece off, and four came off, and then well, she ripped four off, and then I said I only needed one, and then we wishboned it, and I got the three pieces, and she got the one, and I only needed the one anyway. <clears throat> Perfect. Uh, back to UST. I thought that uh, the plus seven, like I said here, was going to be a give me. I thought the spread should have been three. Uh, I didn't think Michigan uh, had to lose this one uh, last minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what the heck, Michigan? Uh, so that one was a, a, was a winner. At least we still have Gonzaga. Uh, one and two on the day, back up two units. Not really doing well. Wednesday, Gabby, no plays. Uh, I did start tracking my picks on the Action app. Uh, you can search for a boofer on it and follow me there. Uh, Taylor fade me. Uh, you probably want to fade me because <laughs> uh, I didn't make any bets on Wednesday, but I did put my action in what I would have done in the app. Uh, and this is what happened. Uh, the Kings plus two and a half at the Spurs. Houston at Brooklyn taking Brooklyn minus 14 and a half. Miami, what the? We got technical difficulty. Can you turn oh, off the TV? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, is it because I'm still? Hold up a second. <laughs> yeah, I know that's weird. It's because I think I'm still uh, streaming from the phone. The aliens are coming. To the you. aliens are coming. Uh, Miami at Indy, taking Indy plus uh, one and a half. And then Portland minus six at Detroit. So uh, I'll be playing more plays on the action app and hopefully not as losing as much money uh, on the actual my actual uh, book account. Uh, I went uh, one and three on Wednesday by not putting any money in. So I'm kind of glad that I didn't do anything mm-hmm. uh, at this point. Uh, I'm going to be very conservative with my bets for a while. Uh, until I can build up a little bit, I won't. There won't be any more, uh, no more than like three bets per night, right? Uh, no hedging anymore. If if it's gonna lose, it's gonna lose. Right. Uh, that that comes up to no making up makeup bets, thinking mm-hmm. that uh, that that means if I lose two bets early, and then I go and try and find a third bet to try to make up some money that back, but it was probably gonna be on a game I wasn't gonna bet on anyway. And then I end up losing that later bet also. So instead of being down two, I'm now down three. Exactly. Just trying to hedge. It's just accept it and just go along with it. Uh, possibly double popping some bets uh, and just accept whatever happens. What does that mean again? <laughs> double pop? <laughs> double I'm pop. Just... It's kind of like when you have a sing song. Just tell me what it means. Could you just actually audible laugh out loud when I say stupid things that make you laugh? <laughs> Uh, double pop is the British term for doubling down on a bet. Right. Right. So instead of, uh, finding two games and then betting a unit on each, if I really like one and I don't want to go, I'll just put two unit on the one game and be done with it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, basically, uh, lower volume or lower amount of picks, possibly higher volume of betting. Right. Right. I that, told you to do this a while back. I know, but uh, it doesn't come across like advice when you say. <laughs> Glad to know I can help. 
Uh, Thursday night, I'm going to only play one game on Thursday night, mm-hmm. and that's uh, the Miami um, minus two and a half versus Golden State. All right. Because uh, Curry's second game back in this one, I assume he's on some more sort of uh, minutes restriction. Victor Aladipo is uh, now playing for the Heat. Uh, nearly everybody's healthy. Uh, Miami's on a two road game back to back winning streak here. Uh, I think they're going to continue this at home. The one thing that uh, I did bet on Thursday is that uh, the main reason I didn't do anything on Wednesday is because my bookie had a opening day MLE booster bet, right? And mm-hmm. if you followed me on Twitter, and uh, if you had, you'd know about it. But I tweeted out that the lock of the season bet that they had going on. And basically, all you had to do was bet on the uh, Dodgers and Rockies game, the over 0.5 runs, and it had a maximum bet of $25 with a 1% rollover. And basically, it's a guaranteed You can't end the game that's Yay. not 0-0. Zero, zero. Baseball games can't end 0-0. Zero, zero. Somebody has to score. Right, so it's a it's just a way for you to get stuck on betting on baseball. One bet to them is nothing compared to all the other bets you'll lose later in the season. What but, are you thinking about the uh, the betting scheme when it comes to Major League Baseball, though? Because you were cutting that out towards the end of last season, right? Yep, not doing it. You're not. Nope. Okay. Perfect. Thank you for your insight. You want to ask me who my top ten baseball teams are for this season too? Yes, sir. Not a chance. Uh, so. You know what? Uh, I I put in my whole bankroll on this one bet. Yeah. It's a no lose. I have put all hold on, hold on. at so this point. All what? of your assets are tied up. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, I I put in all my uh, my entire bankroll. I put in all of. I put all nineteen dollars in <laughs> at this point, and now I have. $38 to play with. Great. So this the opening day could not come at a greater time. <laughs> I wish I was... I, I thought about possibly, hopefully... Look, because it had a maximum of $25, right? I thought about possibly putting in a bet for Wednesday and going, I could just uh, win this one bet and get to the $25 and then I can get to 50 And I said, no, that's not how it's going to happen because no. my life sucks. Do you not see the roller coaster downhill I was doing here? Uh, so I did not do that. I, I, I laid off on Wednesday. And as you could see, I went three. I went one and three on Wednesday. And it was the greatest move of all time. Remember, Gabby, not losing is also winning. <laughs> so yeah. uh, upcoming games uh, for the weekend. What do we got coming up? Uh, we've got some Final Four action. Uh-uh. We got some Final Four action. Uh, the bracket update uh, on my bracket because everybody cares about my bracket. Uh, <laughs> I've moved up to uh, 1200th place from 2100th place. Congratulations. Uh, I, I had Gonzaga and Michigan and Baylor and Illinois. Uh, I'm thinking if I'm thinking of this correctly, I need Gonzaga versus Houston to make the finals. And I need Houston to win. And hopefully this will stop any Friday from underneath leapfrogging over top of me mm-hmm. and anybody who's a front, uh, ahead of me, possibly I could leapfrog over them. Right. And then maybe I can go from 1200 to hopefully 499, oh, okay. <laughs> 499 or 500. I would love to get in there. Good. 
I don't want to be a bubble team. <laughs> I want to be 498. Uh, but uh, final four this this weekend, right? Number uh, number one, Gonzaga versus number 11, UCL, UCLA. I've been... Uh, with UCLA. It's, it's been a big run for UCLA, uh, but the, the win over Michigan was barely a win in my eyes. Michigan had uh, a shot at winning in that, and for that reason, I'm going to have to say Gonzaga here. And I said Michigan had an easy path to the Final Four, and I think they play too soft against UCLA. Gonzaga won't play Put soft. Guard down. Yeah, uh, uh, Gonzaga's not going to play soft. Uh, like I said, they started playing. They know how to play defense now, and they're really showing it. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is still a number eleven seed. Remember, uh, I, I'll expect them to get blown out by fourteen points. Uh, but fourteen is a lot of points, especially when you're in the final four. So I'm. Will I play this game? I'm not sure yet. I kind of lean fourteen points. Uh, Gonzaga minus fourteen. You can fade me possibly, but uh, let's go to this number one Baylor versus number two Houston. I had Houston out of the tourney, uh, like at the Sweet Sixteen, right? But they keep winning. Houston's biggest uh, wins were against number ten Rutgers. That was a sixty-three to sixty game, uh, and Rutgers was actually up at halftime in that game. And then also you had the Oregon State where they won uh, sixty-seven to sixty-one. Houston up was up by uh, thirty three to seventeen, but let Oregon State back into that game. Uh, they scored uh, Oregon State scored forty four points in the second half, so that that kind of makes me worried there. Mm-hmm. Baylor, on the other hand, I expected to be here to begin with. I even had my bracket. Uh, they beat higher seed teams and by double digits. Well, the last game they won it was by really by nine, but uh, you know, close enough. Whatever, uh, Baylor. It's going to get out quickly, I think, in this one. I think they're going to cover the halftime by three. I think when it gets in the second half, I think they're just going to pull away in the second half here. So I'm going to like the Baylor minus five and a half, I think it is, whatever it is right now. Mm -hmm. My play might be for the weekend, double pop and barrel. So. All right. I I, I mean, I want to play the Gonzaga game. I just want to win the Gonzaga game. But I think... At this point, the way I've already explained how I should be betting, I'm just going to lay off of that one and then go double up on Baylor and just be happy with it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, final four out of the way. Gabby, do we have any upcoming NBA games? Why, yes, we do. On Friday, we have Golden State at Toronto. Uh, I like the Warriors to get a win here, but uh, Toronto is on a four-game skid, right? And Curry is on, uh, on his – he's trying to get his shot back. You know what? I still like a Golden State here. Give me Golden State to cover. I'm, it should be a small cover. Probably like uh, four. I, I mean, Toronto might be favored in this one by like three. So Golden State plus four, something like that. Yeah. Houston at Boston. Uh, the Rockets are bad and they've covered a lot. of. Uh, they've covered a couple games lately, but. I don't see it happening here uh, against Boston. Boston is starting to play a little bit better, especially at home. So give me Boston here to cover over Houston. Chicago at Utah. Uh, the Bulls are on a five-game losing streak, and oh. they're going to the red-hot Jazz. Isn't going to help them any. I, I say the Jazz cover this one. You know, when the Jazz win, they cover. I think I've been saying this for about four weeks now. Mm-hmm. How about Milwaukee at Portland? I like the Bucks in this spot also. Even uh, on the road 
Milwaukee minus three and a half. Uh, they're starting another long winning streak here. I, I can see it happening. They've just lost the other day. They're going to, they, they, before they lost a couple in a row there, they had like an A game winning streak. I see them get back on their winning streak ways. All right. Now we have Lakers at Sacramento. Uh, the Kings have been uh, on a good run here. They just had their second game uh, against the Spurs on a back to back. Uh, and I say that because the Spurs figured them out, I guess, I guess defensively on the second night, and that's why they won. Uh, you teams usually swap uh, wins on a back-to-back nights like this. Uh, and I don't think LeBron or AD are coming back anytime soon. I think they're not coming back to the playoffs. So at that point, I mean, I can see the Kings right here. I mean, the Lakers are okay, but they're just not with the uh, – just give me uh, four and a half Kings. I'm, I'm going to have to take that. Even though the Kings are one of the – teams that royally screw me for some reason i take them all the time but four and a half kings here saturday cleveland at miami uh miami is playing better right mm-hmm. uh there uh, victor aladipo comes back on thursday or, or, or actually starts playing on thursday uh uh and i'm done backing these cavaliers uh cleveland even when they're at home they were covering a little bit i think i took them uh last week at the lakers and they couldn't even get that done uh, I can't with a Miami team that's playing better now. I, I I just can't put any money on it. It's not that I'm and Miami's not really been known for blowing out teams too much. They're they're just a tough team to play. They're scrappy. They're scrappy. Uh, but I I can't see. I'm 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 going with Cleveland isn't good enough as opposed to Miami is good enough. Right here here. Let's let's fade Cleveland in this spot. How about Minnesota at Philadelphia? Uh, Anthony Edwards is playing very well for the wolves but they still aren't any good this is the problem with the team uh and they still can lose by double digits that team is built to lose this is again this is another fade and this one's going to be on minnesota more than backing philly at home i know philly at home is where it's at but uh i think this is going to be a double digit type thing i'm, I'm just going to go with uh milwaukee or, i'm sorry minnesota just giving away the game as opposed to philadelphia taking it orlando at utah Oh my geez. Uh, good teams here uh, have slept on this terrible Magic team. Orlando is like three and thirteen in their current run they got going on right now. Uh, they beat the Nets, they beat the Suns, and I beat the Cl- I think they beat the Clippers on a comeback, like the fourth quarter. Like the Clippers just melted down for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they put scrubs in or whatever happened, but something happened. Uh, so they've beaten those three teams. I can only assume that the Jazz have seen the schedule and have seen this happen. And you're only going to assume that the Jazz are not going to let this happen to them. Mm-hmm. So give me the Jazz to cover. Milwaukee at Sacramento. Uh, even if uh, Milwaukee loses to Portland on the, the Friday game, mm-hmm. whichever position, they're gonna, either going to be in a position where they're on a two-game loss or they're going to be in a position to what I said, uh, start their winning streak, right? So this this game, no matter what happens in the prior game, is going to be important for them to win. Either it's going to get them on their starting streak or it's going to get them on the on the streak, right? All right. So I can see them really wanting to play and really want to win this one, even if they're on the road, right? Uh so they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna cover this one. Milwaukee, give me it by the cover. I I'm assuming Sack playing well, Milwaukee being playing well. It should be no more than a five point spread. Probably it's going to be like. Sacramento plus five and a half as a as a road dog or as a home dog or something like that. And down to Sunday, Brooklyn at Chicago. Uh, Brooklyn keeps going. They keep covering large margins here. They just 
I don't know Will what KD be playing. Uh, no, no, <laughs> KD's not gonna be playing. He's, he's too busy uh, texting uh, Rappaport. Okay. Uh, the Bulls are losing uh, to good teams. The and the Bulls are also losing to bad teams. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, Chicago used to be able to cover on the road, and uh, this, I'm just selling them right now because they just are not in a good place. I don't know what's going on with them. Uh, I would expect uh, Brooklyn to go into Chicago and just cover that pretty easily. Double digits, I think, is what that line is probably going to be. All right, Lakers at Clippers. Uh, the Lakers got to travel all the way to the Clippers. It's tough. It's <laughs> country. Uh, usually, uh, your team missing two guys doesn't make that much of a difference. But apparently in L.A. it does, right? Uh, I thought the Lakers were playing a little tough for a little while there. But you need to play good also. And they've been not doing that. And especially during when they play good teams, right? So the Lakers, I can't see this happening for them. The, the, the Clippers are supposed to just punch them in the face when they're down. And they, I mean, if you think that it's not going to be a game that the Clippers are going to want to just destroy the Lakers... <laughs> Because they don't, not only do they want to beat the Lakers, they just want to win the city, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So this is going to be it's going to be like Clippers minus ten or something like that. Give me the Clippers here. Charlotte at Boston. Houston. Oh, I'm sorry. Houston and Charlotte are both uh, teams I'm fading right now. All right. Uh, Boston should cover this one pretty easy here. Also. Uh, Charlotte has just been too too streaky. Too win, too loss, too win, too loss, too win, too loss. It's just too much with it. I, I can't trust them. So then I can guess what you're doing with this next one. We have New Orleans at Houston. You're right. Fading Houston. Fade Houston. That was easy. Yep. All right. Orlando at Denver. Uh, Denver's good. Orlando's bad. It's just that simple. Uh, the last game, Denver won. Uh, they play. Uh, last time they played, Denver won by like eleven or so, something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be spread in this one. It's going to be like eleven or twelve or twelve and a half or thirteen and a half. It's going to be like twenty-two or something like that. I don't know. Give me Orlando not to cover this one. Uh, it depends on how it is, right? If it's like twelve, thirteen, give me Orlando. If it's like ten or eleven, give me Denver or something like that. They're going to play close again. Denver's not. Orlando have been uh, people have been sleeping on Orlando. I think Denver is a team that sleeps on teams. Th- there might be a cover here, but I th- it depends on where it's at. I guess it's going to be close. Is that is that all you got? That's all I got. Sweet. All right. Cool. Uh we're we're good on time here. Uh well, I might as well. You don't have you don't have any other games. You don't want to break down baseball real quick. Opening. <laughs> I mean, just congrats to Detroit for getting that first home run of the season. I When I said that, I wasn't sure if that was the actual first home run of the season. But then I saw you tweet it out. I was like, oh, yeah. well, Detroit should. Uh, did you at, <laughs> Did you just at I Detroit or did you at Tigers? <laughs> no, at. Well, that's what they go by, <clears throat> I think. No, I'm asking you. I asked you a question. I did you added Detroit Tigers, but it just comes up as Tigers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. No. I, I'm in my head. I asked you, well, I asked you out loud, did you at Detroit or at Tigers? Because it'd be funny if you just at Detroit. <laughs> oh uh, but I, I assume it was at, at Tigers. I can't I can't talk right now. All right. So, Boofer. Mm. <laughs> Hilarious. I don't know what's, what's going on with my voice. Uh, Gabby? Boofer. Boofer? <laughs> thanks for tuning in and listening to another fine presentation of the Can't Win Lift for Losing podcast. You're welcome. Also, a special thanks. <laughs> For the support from listeners like you. Is it really my voice is just going all bad? I don't know what's going on. 
<clears throat> I was trying to, you know what? I can, I can really, uh, this is how it is. Does it sound scratchy? Does it sound weird? It's really no, only because you're calling it out. It sounds weird. Okay. Well, no. it sounds weird in my headphones. I can't tell. No, you sound fine. <clears throat> but if I announce it, I seem oh, fine. Wow. Now you know? you're so smooth. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, when I, ha when I lose my voice, I, I can't talk and everything like that, but I can announce your voice and it just sounds weird. If you're new to the show, smash the subscribe button and go ahead and share it with all your friends and strangers and whoever's sitting next to you and whoever's on the other side of the bus. Just run over and say, look, you should listen to this. And if you haven't already, why don't you go give us a quick review, leave us something quick, nothing about three paragraphs long, right? Does that sound good to you? And no, five stars. Don't do that much. Just five stars and like a sentence. Huh. I had two sentences. Two. Okay. Two. Three, three for good three, measure. Three for good yes. measure. There you go. Uh, we're also on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. They're the same thing. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon. We are located everywhere. Open up your favorite podcast app. It's right there on your phone. Search for Can't Win for Losing and we'll pop right up. And all you have to do is hit the follow or subscribe or whatever the button is. There's not the one that says block. That one, you don't want to push that one. The other button next to it. What if I do? <laughs> it doesn't It doesn't work. If you okay. do that, then it will give your social security number out to everybody. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and don't forget to follow us at CWFL Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, also, you know what? You can start wagering today. Head on over to mybookie.ag, create a free account, and get up to 50% sign-up bonus, up to $1,000 off your initial deposit of at least $100. Then you, too, can go and get locks of the season and get $25 free just for making bets that are just can't win or you can't lose. Uh, simply enter our easy-to-remember promo code on uh, mybookie.ag, which we will give to you right now. CWFL. Head on over to mybookie.ag and get your 50% sign up bonus up to $1,000 off your initial deposit using a promo code. CWFL. Remember, all links mentioned in today's episode are listed below in the podcast description just to make your life that much easier to support us. Gabby, where can they find and follow you at? You can find me at YouTube for now, I guess. Um, I don't know for how much longer. At Gabrielle Elizabeth Murray Reality TV Reviews. Breaking news. Much, I'm over it. Um, also, I'm on Instagram, but mostly Twitter, at Phoenix Gem. Uh, Just chat give out the it's, information. It's don't... a lot of fun on Twitter. Everyone, you should right. join. Jeez. <laughs> You're like, oh, you should follow me at this one place, but not for too long. But this other one's boring, and this other one's better, but don't do that. I move Just... quickly. I just get bored of things. Just That's all. get to it. Uh, Gabby? Boofer. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. I will catch you next time. See ya. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Boop.